Okay. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Husky Fan Podcast. I'm uh, I'm dealing with some major crud here, so I'm going to tough it out. I'm gonna we're gonna try and make this a shorter episode, but it'll be high quality all the way. Jimmy, I want to know. I got two questions for you before we get to uh, Mel Tucker's uh, masturbation tendencies. Um, is the Seahawks season over? Yes, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah, I, they're gonna get waxed this weekend. Yeah, I was smashed. Yeah, um, and I was. I was talking to a buddy, an NFL friend about, you know, the season is like after, and after Aaron Rodgers went down, I was like, well, you can add the jets to the group of teams whose season is over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with Zach Wilson. That's going to go real well. They've already ruled out Tom Brady. Oh, that's so brave. Wow. You, you ruled out Tom Brady. Good for you. <laughs> They're looking for a veteran. Well, maybe you shouldn't have gotten rid of Mike White. That could have helped. That's the guy you should have held on to. Definitely better than Zach Wilson. Yeah, and I know this is Husky talk, but yeah, Seahawks season is looking real ugly. Yeah. Um. So now that we have that out of the way, um, have you ever masturbated on a phone call? Oh, jeez. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know someone who has. <laughs> Which be with Mr. Tucker? You know, I, I've read the headlines. I haven't even gotten into the nitty gritty. I mean, Michigan State has such a heinous history now of deviants and sickos with uh, you know Larry Nasser, who's probably one of the worst human beings to ever grace this planet. Yeah, and I think that they've had other, and that's the that's kind of yeah, the irony. That's the irony is that this really isn't that bad compared to. Right. And I'm not, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, downplay Brenda Tracy and her trauma and any of that, but you know, it, it was, I, consensual I, I, according to yeah, Mel. it was a third. It, well, it was like a 36 minute phone call. Like, why didn't you just hang up? Um, yeah, I don't, it, se- it seems like she's kind of running a, a grift a little bit it seems kind of a little bit like a grift i mean i'm just giving wild speculation but um yeah Yeah. i mean i i I don't know it just the whole thing is just really bizarre in michigan state yeah i mean he's just it's the jimmy lake thing like he's suspended you know i think brent mcmurphy said he was already fired so um yeah i think he's toast and then obviously they wanted out of that contract yeah, that was just a horrible contract. Uh, yeah, I, I was not aware of it being a 36-minute phone call, but the moment any sort of bizarre, you know, inappropriate conversation took place, unless it was like at the 35th minute of the call. Yeah, yeah no, that's a good, very good point. <laughs> it, could, it could have been, you know, <laughs> maybe it was 35 minutes and, 30 seconds and you know he, he began whatever he started to say but yeah either way it, it'll be interesting the impact uh of how what that will be how that will be um responded to by by the players or respond uh to this very strange situation yeah, I mean, it's not so much that that concerns me, you know, as a Husky fan. Um, yeah, but it's it's going to be a it's going to be a night game. Uh, mm. Their stadium will definitely they're going to be packed. They're going to be loud, and it's a it's a team with nearly as much talent as we have. Like the the grass field as well, but a lot of the problems in the grass field in those games uh, is. You know, number one, they're road games. So that makes it tougher. But number two, a lot of those teams have either been better than us or they've had like roughly as much talent. Like last year, you know, Arizona State. Um, yeah, they didn't have as much talent, but like Arizona State, like weirdly enough, they're just like never bad. 
Like they're never really bad right. when they're like a little, when they're and, and they still have beaten us. Like when they've had shitty teams like last year, because if you look at their recruiting, like they're always, you know, so, so you don't, it, it's like, it's not like you're playing like Oregon state or Wazoo, you know, or Boise state where, you know, you have more talent. And so I think that that's, I'm starting off with concerns, but that's one concern I have. Like Michigan State, like they do have talent. Like you are. Well, we haven't even talked about the last two weeks. I mean, we've been off the air, man. I know it's been tough negotiations to get us back together, but you know, there's there's a lot of things to discuss. But I know we're doing an abbreviated pod, so we gotta we gotta hustle through it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, my you yeah, know, I know that. Concerns. We have to start with concerns. right, right. Well, I was, I, I think my my biggest concern is it, because I I think that some concerns are we were probably you're not going to show everything against Tulsa against Boise, and I do think certain players will, you know, they they will really turn things on this week and and the week after that. I mean, hopefully, hopefully. I think it's I think it's more likely than not that that'll happen. But my my biggest concern for the team in the season is so last year we know the defense was bad, but having Trice and then Jeremiah Martin because when you when you're when you have one really good pass rusher, um, it, it it's you really need like another guy who's like a huge problem. Because then they can't, then they can't double the one pass rusher, and so that's my concern. Is like, is Jeremiah Martin like? I mean, I thought Peyton Henry. You, I mean, at one point I thought Peyton Henry was the biggest loss, but that's my concern right now. Is is Jeremiah Martin just a huge loss? He's an NFL player, isn't he? He didn't even make the team. Yeah, I think he made the Browns. Yeah, he made the Browns. I mean huge loss and we we were high on martin you know a couple of years ago even before he started you know showing his abilities uh yeah i think he's a, a tremendous loss uh to that line i mean he was a really good player real it was a problem player for uh for uh, you know offenses opposing offenses you know he was he, he was really good super very athletic wide body you know, had a good motor um, yeah, he, it hurts. And I, I know that I think DeBoer mentioned that, you know, Trice has been getting a lot of attention from the attention for the last two months. I haven't been able to have the time to really watch and dive into it. Um, but I will say, you know, I, I want to get into it a little bit, but to me, like Tanufi has the highest motor right now, in my opinion, on that D line. Uh, I, I watched Trice. I don't see the motor. I don't see the motor that Tanufi is showing on that line. I mean, he's got some real tenacity. He looks vicious out there. I don't have that. When watching Trice, I don't feel like that vicious nature has shown itself. But I know that um, they were really trying to not have the Boise State quarterback run. I think they were playing the edges pretty uh conservatively yeah you know there, there could be elements that i'm just not aware of yeah i think that's fair i think even the tulsa <laughs> even uh that that quarterback i think he ran for a lot of yards and he's pr- the first guy they had uh is definitely a dual threat guy but yeah more so the the boise quarterback was a big concern and and that's why this this game can be a lot more illuminating i mean we need and ZTF didn't play the last game. So we need to see definitely ZTF and Voy. Really, we got to get, you know, pass rush production out of those guys. Well, they held ZTF out, right? I I think deep down, they knew they could win that game without, without right. Johnson playing in ZTF. But we are, that, and yeah, so that, I mean, that I don't know what you're, I mean, your major concerns are for the season, but to me, that's, I, I think that's the biggest, con- obviously place kicking is going to be a concern, but it looks, uh, it, it, look, it's a small sample set. He's hit every extra point, but I, I think there was a little, I think the ball wasn't held 
the, the, the replay I saw of the kick, it looked like the ball was a little crooked. I mean, it was a bad miss, but th- there could have been an issue with the with the holder too. But it doesn't look good. <laughs> you know, I, I'd like to see him. I want to know confidently that he can kick a 33 to a 37 yarder, like you know, 90 percent of the time. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's possible that we could with the offense we have. I mean, it's possible we could go for it on fourth. Sure. Yeah, I mean it's going to be situational for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean the way, I mean the weapons that we have and how how much protection Panic still gets even with the new guys. I mean, you, you could certainly make an argument for going for it on fourth down. Right. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean. So I mean, I, are, are the, the, I will say I, I'm not. I don't feel good about the place kicking situation right now. But yes, place kicking and the D line right now are are very you know concerning. Well, I I mean I, I watching the D line against Boise. I I thought I thought they were playing, and in Boise I was following up. They're actually they think their O line is actually pretty good after the first two games, and so I I think. I think our D line, um, MJ Alley was getting a really good push in the first half. I don't know if he got tired after that point, um, but I, I th- there was some push from the middle in that game. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to you know the Tulsa game. It's just you don't know. You'd have to talk to the coaches and. Well, they only- what did Tulsa score? I mean, like, they end up with three points. They get a score ten points. Yeah. Ten points. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, overall, I think the defense is definitely better. Um, yeah. Unfor- I think better. Unfortunately, there's already there's already injuries. So like we're we're we already are on pace for a much worse. Even though last you know the fans are like talking about last season, they're like, oh well, you know we had all these like injuries to defensive backs. We basically didn't have any other injuries. Like period. I, I tweeted something about the stats, and that was a really fortunate year of injuries. I mean, we're, this game we're looking at having four starters out. Basically, Cam Davis, Mateo Mele got hurt. He's probably going to be out for you know a couple weeks. Asa Turner at some point got hurt the last game, um, and I think Devon Banks as well. And so that's that's worrisome to lose those two guys in the secondary, um, because I I think the defense, um, you know, I I think the the day the you know the day one starters you could say. It's it's definitely better. Um, you know, you, you we ob- obviously Banks looked really good the first game. You know, seeing two games of Jabbar Muhammad, I mean, he was definitely an upgrade. Well, the the thing I was just going to get into with, with Jabbar Muhammad is you don't have to worry about him, right? You got to worry about the other side with Elijah Jackson. Right now. Like, I I feel like they can put their attention on on other areas of weakness. I I feel like Muhammad gives you like that that corner that can hold his own every play. Like, he looks really good. Like that guy was a great get for this program. I'm very happy he's here. Uh, you know, Banks, what do they have? Uh, eight pass deflections. I think he had four or six of them against Boise State. Didn't they only have like 10 of all last year? Like, yeah, something like master- that. Yeah. Yeah. They like master with just short of what, past affections for the entire season prior that's insane uh you know here's one guy that potentially when you talk about leveling up is a fabu conan i know i'm saying his name (laughs) yeah fabi fabi kulanen fabi kulanen i mean he's got two picks already and in you know i've seen some of the banter about yeah but what you know both of those were you know opportunistic he he jumped her out i think on the first one the second one was pretty athletic jumped up in the air and grabbed it uh over the corner i mean it wasn't like the toughest pick ever but i mean if you're in a position to intercept the ball that's that's a good thing uh, now is he an every down guy I, hard to say but there's one guy that was 
in our opinion, probably would say was a Jag. Not yeah. really excited about his prospects. And uh, he's made himself known uh, in the backfield. And it sounds like he can play multiple positions. Um, so, you know, I, it, it, ideally having those guys gone obviously sucks, but it does seem like a few guys, um, you know, have improved. And, and with Muhammad at, at one side, then you, you know, you really just focus on making sure you do all you can to, to help. I mean, if Eliza Jackson, you know, he had, he had a really rough start to the year. And, yeah, he had a rough game. Um, Mikel Esteen played pretty good the last game. I mean, aside from the aside from the uh, the penalty on the you know he ran into the punter, but at least a uh, special team. I mean, special teams were really good. Well, the shit, first, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, I ju- just you know the ki- you, Jeremy Bernard is is a right. he's a you know he's a great return guy. He's a great um, athlete. That insane balance. Yeah, I don't know Dude. what I don't know what Richard Newton is doing returning kickoffs. That doesn't make any Very sense bad. to me. I mean, and we know he gets a carry, and he never gets a carry. Apparently, he can't block. Okay, which seems weird because he's supposed to be a physical guy, but he well, isn't he a sixth-year guy too. Fifth-year, I think. Or may yeah, you might be right. I think it's a Kobe. I think it's a sixth. You you should. You should have blocking down by now. Um, yeah, but it but it is nice to see guys really hitting on specialty. I mean, Boise, you know that block field goal, which should not have been a you know that was acting by, yeah. and then there was also that borderline safety. So I I do like I mean the uh, and just the the hitting guys on special teams. I mean, they were oh, actually hitting. Time. I mean, you'd love to see that physicality. Yeah. Dude, I love that play. I love that guy. Remember when he had he had mop up duty and he was just uh, he was a he's, Yeah, he's gonna be really good, you can tell. It's amazing he doesn't get any snaps during the game. He just seems so physical and nasty. I, yeah. Oh, that hit he had on special that's one of the biggest special teams hits in a long time. I mean he unloaded on that guy. And, and, and just to touch briefly on Bernard, I mean, that guy could get some carries at running back. I mean, he already has. I think they gave him a run. I mean, that kid, I'm, I'm, that's another guy I'm super happy they got back in the program. He, he's a good player. I mean, you think about when McMillan and Odunze leave, you got Polk and Bernard coming back. I really like those guys. And Boston, oh, too. What's that? Boston too. Yeah, and Boston. And and yeah. with with and and this uh, I mean with DeBoer and his track obviously we're going to lose Grub at some point but um DeBoer's track record you know that they're going to be able to attract talented um you know talented guys on offense. And I'll just say, I mean Jalen Polk is not getting the credit he deserves. I mean he I think he has so many big – I'd be curious to see what his yard per catch is in comparison. I know he has fewer catches, but it always feels like he's like – he's catching like 30, 40, 40 yeah, yeah. yard bombs. Yeah. Like he's so good. Yeah, he's I'm so sure someone good. will – yeah. I, like his yards per target is probably probably leading the conference. Or, or I, I, would, I would guess last year if you're factoring – if you're adding on this year's stats to last year, his yards per target is probably Insane. at the top. And I mean, didn't but, they have didn't they have sixteen? What did they have? Sixteen plays over twenty yards against Boise State. Something like that. I had a bunch of numbers. I had everything lined up, and I don't. You know, I know it's been. And and by the way, I know the I know the Pac-12 Network. Like I know that they actually do a good job but they made a video of michael Penix's highlights against boise state it doesn't even have some of the best throws like you're putting a, you're putting a throw in there where it's like a you know it's like a sideways throw you know when you're in the red zone i mean I, 
you know, like I just want to watch a video where I could see all of his bombs and, you know, Pac-12 network, like who put this video together? Like they don't know football, you know, it's, it's like, it's like missing all of his bombs. Like why? It, who it, did well, this? How about Panics never throw a sideways pass? Just throw, just throw a vertical. I don't need anything from side to side. Just, just scrap that shit. I don't need anything going sideways with Penix in this offense. But yeah, I don't, that's bad. Yeah, I mean, come on. Rookies, man. They probably had, a, honestly, it's probably an intern. Yeah. With the, with their, the budgets they're working with, man, they, <laughs> they got a bunch of interns, man. Hey, put something together here. You just learned this software, this editing software, the last 40 minutes. All right, kid, here you go. Fire away. It, yeah, it's like it's like when they they show the you know back in the day they'd show the highlights. It's like so and so in for a one yard touchdown. Like, why don't you show like the big play? Yeah. Like you know we know they scored a touchdown. Can you show the most important play that led to the touchdown? Like oh right. Penix, you know here's a you know two yard two yard touchdown pass. Like what you know you're not showing the fifty yard bomb. You know three plays right. before. Yeah, that makes sense. I love his celebration, like the bow and arrow. <laughs> no, it's, I love it, dude. He gets me juiced. It gets me so fired up when he does that. I love that. I love that celebration. It's going to be tough to see him go, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was I was thinking of, <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Like, oh, man, next season's going to be like such a come down. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. To, to replace him for sure. But that off the mat kid, you know, I got in a little early into the stadium against Boise State, and I could not believe the size of Landon Hatchet. That kid is going to be a stud. He is built like a tank. I'm, I can't wait for that kid to get on the, um, on the field. And Austin Mack, man, he was a big dude. He's a big dude. He, he's a big quarterback. I'll, I'll be is very he, curious. Is he six six? I, I think someone said he's six six. Yeah, he's a, he's a big kid, man, um, and he's got great throwing motion. You know, it, it feels like at Washington, like we get all we get these kids with these with his credentials, and uh, they have like these odd throwing motions. But Max got a clean oh throwing motion. I yeah, that's great. Kind of curious. I'm kind. Of, but you know what, though, man. Dylan Morris, man, let's not let's not count him out. I'm not ready to count him out. I'm not quite ready to count him out. Dude, dude that's what I've been saying. Like he's he's I mean, let's I've I've mentioned it. Like, look at the DeBoer has a track record of developing quarterback. Okay. Jake Hayner right. was terrible terrible in the Washington program. Like, shouldn't even have had a scholarship. And he makes the fucking NFL because of Kalen DeBoer and Ryan Grubb. Look, uh, Michigan Husky, formerly known as China Husky, is a big Dylan Morris believer. He he thinks that Morris could be could be the Hainer, um, and and do real damage next year as the starter. I mean, yeah. all 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 that Demo has to do is. Learn the playbook to perfection. Be ready to go if he's called in. But he he basically just gets to be the understudy for two years and, and hone his craft. So you know, not not to get ahead of ourselves, but let's not yeah. let's let's not count him out. Yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah definitely don't write him. I mean, look, Jimmy Lake and John Donovan. Like Jimmy Lake should should he should he should be sending some of the severance pay or whatever the hell it was that he got, you know, he stole from the university basically. He should be sending it to Dylan Morris because no one suffered. Like if you made a list of the people who suffered from that 2021 bullshit. Yeah. I mean, Dylan Morris is like at the top of the list. And if we're talking about degrees of suffering, it's like a long way down to number two. 
Like yeah. that, I mean, that guy suffered more than anybody else. Like, I mean, that that was an, a fucking disgrace. And and um, some of our fans, like our stupid fans, they're, you know, oh, they're on Twitter. They're just like bad mouthing Dill. Oh, he's terrible. But, you know, this and that. And but it's like, I mean, he had some good games. Okay. I mean, yeah, he had yeah. some bad. <laughs> he was playing in a, a prehistoric offense with, with a, I mean, it, it's like a, it, he basically had no coaching. I mean, look at that whole seat. Like, yeah, you know, lost. It was total. Yeah, we we had we had top twenty talent, and we lost to Montana. Okay, I yeah. mean, what 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 else do you need to say? I mean, Lake Lake honestly probably should have been fired after that game. He probably yeah. should have been fired after that game. So yeah, it, it's I, I'm yeah I'm a you know I'm a demo fan and I I well that pass he had to uh, Cuevas against Boise State that pinpoint laser shot for the touchdown that was sick he lasered that thing right in him now granted I mean yeah. it wasn't like the most uh, complicated throw but I mean right. it was perfectly spun. <laughs> You know, just nailed him in stride. His one, his one against Tulsa was pretty good too. Yeah, totally. or well, I don't, yeah. I, well, I think he threw one to Odunze, which was not a super easy pass. But yeah, I want, yeah. I want to talk about tight ends. But did you hear that Penix? They asked him, "Oh, what was your favorite play?" Uh, you know, after the Boise State game, and he said, uh, "Demos touchdown." That's awesome. No, I didn't hear yeah. that. Ultimate team player, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's leadership. But but I want to get into the tight end because I know you love Westy. I mean, we love all of them. But, dude, how fast was Devin Culp on that that uh, catch say, he had? I mean, preseason, when we were talking <laughs> about the talent at the skill position, I mean, a guy that big that can move that fast, you I know there's only so many targets that can go around. <laughs> I mean, I think 20 of them went to McMillan and Odunze against Tulsa. Uh, and, you know, Polk's going to get – I mean, it's like – it's tough to get people targets, but Culp's a guy that, you know, you need to design a few plays for him because he can he, – he will make plays – after catching the ball. I mean, he, you get that guy moving, get him in stride. Uh, he, he is primed for a couple big plays. Uh, it, it's going to come and it could come on Saturday, but yeah, I mean, he's a guy, you got to find a way to get him a, a few touches for sure. And I, and I think Cuevas too, like Cuevas looks fast as well. Yeah, he does. And that, and, and yeah, that's a difficult thing is, yeah. Getting, targets for those guys. I mean it's what Penix has to do is obviously get them the ball when they have a chance to like if they can break one tackle then they can be like a 40 or 50 yard play like that's what we want to see well the thing with Westover is that he's like a security blanket you know I call him the mailman <laughs> you know I love that <laughs> he is someone that Penix can trust when he needs him and it, in third down conversions. And I think we saw it last year. I mean, he, he made a, a lot of clutch uh, catches uh, last year and you know, he's going to have some this year. I mean, he is just so reliable. Um, but yeah, to your point about Cole is that he's just so damn athletic that, you know, they, they've got to find a couple, they got to hit him a couple times. They got to get him in, position to make a couple plays because yeah he, he's he's got nfl size and talent there's no question so yeah i'm, yeah, I'm very so, happy with the tight end situation but it's like it's it's the mcmillan odunze show man and, and another guy to get targets to is bernard because he's a good player yeah. too i mean it's just it's an embarrassment of riches the key is just doing what you got to do to win. Right. And not come out, you know, you know, I said to ref it, 
you know, Boise State, they start, they didn't score in the first quarter, and then they scored 56 and three quarters. And then, you know, you kind of just have this lapse and lollygag against Tulsa. That, that, you know, that can't be a symptom that continues, right? Like, my concern is when we talk about players turning it on, like, you shouldn't have to turn it on, right? Like, it needs to come. If you want to win a national title, like, there's no just like, well, we're going to turn it on this week. Or we're, you know, it's gonna come next week. It's it's gotta it's gotta come out of the gates. Um, yeah. And now, granted, I mean, it's early. I get it, it's the first couple games. I, there is some leeway to like turn it on, but you know, you can't wait. You know, four or five, six games a season to figure it out. This year, anyway. Yeah, I mean, there there are very. There are no gimmies left. You know, no. maybe I would say Arizona State at this point. I mean, maybe Cal, but you know, Cal's their defense is gonna their defense is gonna be tough. And we have them yeah. at 730. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, you know, Arizona, that that quarterback looked like a Heisman QB last year against us. Um, so yeah, it's and look, starting this week, because the thing that worries me this week. It's, it's going to be it's a night game yeah. Michigan's I mean it's going to be a tough environment it's going to be eight o'clock our their body clock time we got to travel to four plus hours well, it's, it's 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 a five o'clock uh oh what it, yeah is it uh central time oh wait um is it four o'clock it's two o'clock Seattle time so that means what yeah. four o'clock no I thought it was a five o'clock kick did I have that huh. wrong or is Michigan in the? Hmm. I think some part of the state. I could be wrong. We can just look it up. Let's kick off. Everyone's like, "You guys are dummies. You don't even know what time. You don't even know the time zones." I think part of me. I don't know. Is all of Michigan in the Eastern? I don't know. Schedule. Uh, I don't have the strength to look that up right now. Um, I got it. it. Two p.m., five o'clock, Eastern. Yeah, so three hour. Right. Yeah. So is East is East Lansing? That's Eastern time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be eight o'clock for for the Huskies. Four four hour twenty minute flight. Well, if they fly into East Lansing, it's probably gonna be slightly longer. I don't know if no, it's it's like a two it's like a two it's a it's like two PM husky time. Yeah. Five o'clock kick. Well why do you keep saying like eight o'clock? Well, oh five you're right. What am I talking about? Jeez. What what was I thinking? I was thinking <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, sorry. It's, yeah, it's sure. late. I mean Yeah. Sorry. What am I talking about? Yeah, I was just confusing the times, correct. No, time zone not going to matter. Yeah, I and I, I, you know, doing some research on Michigan State, watching some highlights. I will say this about watching highlights. Last year, I watched Michigan State highlights, and I was like, and I thought, okay, they look good to me. Like, this is going to be a tough game. We're probably going to lose. And then I was watching UCLA highlights before that game, and I thought, God, these guys look terrible. Like, we're going to blow this team out. So, did, so my – you know, my foresight and insight on those things, not very good. Um, they have a new whole time zone section. <laughs> nah, like, nobody, nobody listens to this anyway. It's going to be eight o'clock. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's two o'clock <laughs> Seattle. Oh, my Lord. Uh, okay, so they have a quarterback who... And I his name's Noah Kim. They think he's better than Thorne. <laughs> um, he's he's like a small Korean guy. So, but uh, you know, he's probably fine. Maybe a maybe a maybe a little athletic. They do have a running back who I think is good. Now they're concerned about their offensive line. Their offensive line hasn't been great. Their running back has been able to. He's a transfer, Nathan Carter. Who's pretty good? Like he'll probably get some yards. 
HS, can we pause real quick? Can you hit pause? Yeah. So I think their offense is decent, but it, uh, you know, if, if we just play pretty solid defensively and we're able to get some pressure, you know, I think we should be able to limit them. But the stopping the run will be key because they'll they'll want to run that guy. I think his name is Nathan Carter to try and slow, you know, slow the game down, slow down our offense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so staying long drives. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's going to be important for our front to uh, have their best game of the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, and on the other side, I think the strength of their defense is probably the front four. I don't know if Jacoby Winman um, is part of that. Um, last year, he did absolutely nothing against us, but he had a really good season. Um, but I think he's, it's, it sounds like he's injured and, and is going to be out. Um, I don't know if he, pl- if he actually plays on that four man line, but their, their defensive line is good. They have a lot of depth. They rotate guys. So it's probably going to be a little bit of a test for our offensive line. So definitely important that, you know, we keep Penix upright and, uh, well, it, it seems they're they've done okay thus far. Now, granted, there might, there might be, a, like you said, an uptick in talent with Michigan State, uh, but you know we we got to find some holes for the running game. And you know, Will Nixon, I think, has established himself as a guy who can has the speed, has a little shake and bake to him, uh, but you know. I, Dylan Johnson wasn't 100%. I think that was clear in game one. But he also got eaten up pretty quickly by line of scrimmage on a few plays. Like he had, there, even if he was 100%, um, there's nothing he would have been able to do. I mean, he was gobbled up quickly. So, you know, I, I don't think it can all be put on the running backs, right? I think there, there's, there's some blame uh, on the, the run blocking. Well, and I I think Grubb did say he wasn't. He said the offensive line is playing fine. He didn't. He he's normally brutally honest about everything. So, um, well, you didn't. I, I saw a few plays where some of the running backs. They, I mean, they there was nothing they could do. There, there was nothing they're going to be able to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's fair. But we're the other thing about the run game is we're we're down to our third running back already basically i mean dylan johnson's on 100 percent. cam davis is out um i know that everybody wants to see improvement in the run game and i i think we will need it to win certain games but i i don't think this is one of those games you sure. know just keep just the offensive line just give Penix enough time to throw no just, protection if this offense threw the ball 50 times a game i honestly probably wouldn't care I mean, like, if you're going to do it, like, you're built to do it, right? I mean, we, we, I was talking about the run and shoot. I mean, we've seen five receiver sets out of this offense. I mean, there's, I think they're creative enough, and they've already, you know, put Bernard in a few run plays. McMillan ran a touchdown on the Wildcat. Uh, so if the running game isn't where you want it to be or, you don't have the talent that you expect to have with the loss of Cam Davis. I, you know, I think they they can make up for it in a in, in a number of ways just because of so much skill talent they have. Yeah, I mean, I, I would. There, there's a couple of things. I think we know that the rules in football are different. You know, this is not the 1980s and 90s where you know you want to run the ball and stop the run. I mean, you still want to do that, obviously. But if you have a lethal passing attack, um, you know, that that can carry the day. Sure. And the the other thing, like this isn't a well, and and, and I, I don't think we haven't been throwing fifty times a game. I mean, if you look no, at the numbers, I don't think we've been throwing he threw thirty nine times against Tulsa. Right. Yeah. But and, and here's the other thing about the passing game 
is we're throwing bombs. Like this is not dink and dunk bullshit. Like the air raid. Um, right. you or, know, it's not or, like oh, we're throwing for five yards. We're yeah, we're throwing for five. We're throwing for seven. We're throwing for nine. Like this is, you know, we're gonna try and throw for 20 yards, throw for 14 yards, you know, throw. Oh, and then we'll open and it's wide open. We'll take, you know, an eight yard throw right there. Like this is about really throwing the ball downfield and putting absolute pressure on the defense. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, I, I, yes, I do think at some point later in the season, you know, you might play when you play the better defenses, you're going to need to have, you know, you're going to need to play good defense yourself. You know, you're going to need to have a bit of a running game here and there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, not, not, again, I, I'm jumping around, but I will say the Penix Caleb Williams game. If if those teams go, if they're undefeated, both undefeated. I mean, that game's going to get a ton of national coverage because, I mean, they're already in love with Caleb Williams. Could you, I mean, imagine Penix and Williams, you could argue, are, you know, the best quarterbacks in the country. That that game has potential of, like, serious national coverage. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the, even the Washington-Oregon game. Yeah. I mean, Colorado is playing Oregon and then USC. So they're going to, you know, that those games will get super national coverage. Well, Colorado keeps winning. I mean, oh my word. It's going to be, it's going to be Dion mania, man. It already is. My hot take about them going 0 and 12 is just already. Yeah, it's blown up. One of the, the one of the worst, yeah, one of the worst predictions anyone's ever made. One of the well, worst hot takes. That's why it's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, I know that was the whole point of hot. Someone I meant to tell you this, you know, because I was getting all the mentions coming back after they beat TCU immediately. I didn't delete the tweet just to look at the replies. One person accused me of being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, there was a lot of people that weren't on the Dion train, and there was a lot of people pushing back on all the hype. So that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you surprised, really, though? I mean, that doesn't actually surprise me. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah, there was there was one other one that was – that was uh, along. It didn't say I was a racist, but it was like along similar lines. <laughs> no, well, I just, I, I just, yeah, I just thought that like putting a team together and like you saw the pictures of them and they just looked really small. Well, just that's kind of some, you know. There, there's a we've talked about it for a long time, but with like college and it's a very emotional game. They're young kids. You get the buy-in. You get that chip on your shoulder. He has that that aura of invincibility. He's, you know, obviously his his abilities and his accolades as an athlete and football, baseball player, are insane. But he, you know, it's kind of that buy-in of these young guys. Uh, you instill a certain attitude. You you can see what can be accomplished in the college game you know, with, with the proper mindset. And obviously coaching matters, but I think there's a big mindset shift that took place at Colorado. And he had that whole thing about, you know, if, you know, if you're not in it, like get out kind of thing. And I think they weeded out a lot of people and they brought people in and clearly his kid appears to be very good. Um, but there's also a lot of football left to be played. It's a long right. season. And they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna play some tougher games. But no, it's it's a great it's a great story. And and like, dude, how sad is it? Just like the Pac-12 is just completely. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> got this crud. Um, yeah, falling apart. Yeah, the Pac-12 is. Like... <laughs> yeah, I'll, you, you take a break. I'll I'll uh, I'll interject. Yeah, you you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I mean, look, Larry Scott should be in jail. 
mean, he should get. I mean, how, how many tens of millions of dollars did that guy make? And just ran the conference into the ground. And the blame is there. Obviously, USC jumping ship did not help. But the, yeah, the conference, uh, you know, what do they have? Eight teams in the top 25 right now? And it's just going to be gone. And then you have Wazoo beating Wisconsin for two two years in a row now. Um, yeah, it's, it's – uh, I, at first I was kind of blasted. But now, like, getting the season and, and looking at everything and thinking through everything uh, more in focus of football. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a shame. It, it is. It's a shame. I mean, in, if they, you know, if they had got their shit together, you know, you'd have this, you know, you'd have Colorado still, you know, a part of the Pac-12 with Dion and all. I mean, right. it, it's going it, to, in the, the numbers that, the TV numbers that Dion is putting up are sensational. Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, could you imagine? I bet the stadium was just rocking. For the Nebraska game, I bet you that stadium was just yeah, yeah. But you could see, you could see on. T- did you watch some of it? I saw just a, a little bit, very very little. Yeah, I mean it 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 was packed. It, it was awesome. I just that's what college football is all about. And, and that's like an intimate stadium too, right? It's not very big. Um, it's got that field house at halftime that's just like racious at halftime. Just everyone just running out to get as much beer as they can. Um, but that's a good environment. Like that's a good state. I like that stadium for a game. It's a good stadium. And I having everyone, you know, into the game. And yeah, I bet that was, I bet that was quite the, quite the environment for sure. That Nebraska game. You know, he, he just carries that that air about him, right? So it's just this different level. And obviously, the media uh, loves that stuff. So, but yeah, having that in the Pac-12 would have been, you know, huge. If we, you know, if they, it's just amazing the stupidity and the ineptitude of so many. Just let this and happen. You're right, Larry. Not only Larry Scott should be he's a he's a college football terrorist (laughs) and and he should be he should be tarred and feathered and put in jail and then forced to pay a fine and give back his earnings yeah i agree i mean it's yeah it's really it's just really bad no other way to put it it's a shame it's a real bummer but you know that's a problem with society now is there's no accountability for the rich and powerful. No, there is not. <laughs> it's uh, it's a new era for sure. Uh, but anyway, brother, we've yeah, you know, because I'm battling. Yeah. The, we got to get into predictions. Yeah, let's go. All right, I'll kick yeah. it off. So uh, I, I I'll just yeah, I'm surprised the line is 16, which I mean, that's surprising to me, but. Go ahead. Washington's favored by 16. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, I'm going to go I'm going to go 44 44-26. So we cover. Yeah. We cover. Nice. We cover. I would, yeah, I'd be very happy with that score. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. Yeah, and I'll be there. And, uh, you know, I won't be eating hamburger helper. A, a feast will be served <laughs> the night before. Ribs. I think there's going to be brisket, steaks. Gonna be, it's going to be uh, off the charts. Yeah, no hamburger helper. <laughs> well, eat, yeah. <laughs> okay yeah yeah just another minute we can tough yeah, it out here, i can tough it out and we'll close shop um let me, yeah let me get this water i uh get your sip 
Yeah, I think it I think it could be a close game for like a good two or three quarters. I, I think I think it could be tough early on. Michigan's I mean the crowd's gonna be fired up. Oh yeah. Um so I could see it being close all the way to it to the end or a game where it's it's close, but at some point we pull away. You know, w- with our offense, it's kind of like just like the quick strike. Yeah. You know, it could be a close game and then suddenly over like four minutes, you know, we could score a touchdown and then we, you know, get a turnover or we, you know, they go three and out, we get another touchdown. So it it could be like a close game all the way, or it could be a close game, and then we kind of suddenly pull away. I'll split the difference and go with um I'm gonna go with uh let's say 38 to uh uh 38 I'm gonna say we don't cover and it'll be 38 to let's say 38 30 or 38 to 27. I'll say 38 to 27 and uh yeah i'm just i'm hoping that uh yeah i'm just hoping that you know aside from our passing offense the other parts of our team really show and that we just have fewer concerns about those things and and look yeah all and all this is in the context of like we know we're probably a top 10 team you know, we know that yes, the schedule is more difficult. The conference is, you know, the strongest it's been in ten years. And I mean, it it's it's hard to I mean, the difference between being, you know, like a top ten team and then a top five team, it's um you know, it's I mean, it can be it can be a fine line in some respects. So that that's why we're you know, we're with a fine tooth comb. We're looking at all these things, and well, we'll dive in there. You get healthy. Let's shut her down. Yeah. Go to bed. Let's yeah. Get away. Enough. Enough talking for me. Yeah. Yeah. Shut Probably just gonna watch them. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna watch watch some movies here in my hole. Good. Well, over the next forty eight hours before I subscribe to uh, Peacock. Yeah. I can watch the game. I'm jealous of all you guys going, man. Have a great effing time. We will, man. We'll uh we'll pour one out for you, buddy. Yeah. Pour pour one out, eat a stick for me, and uh make sure you bring back a victory. That's right. You bet. Go dogs. All right, go dogs. <laughs>